You want to be the one to stick a needle in his arm that he doesn't want? She's our best insurance. Keep her right next to him. He knows that he pops off his head and it's hurt. <laughs> We're going to try that again. Hello and welcome to Saga of the Stones, The Incredible Hulk. I'm Chris, sometimes online known as Simi, and my co-host... I'm Beth, and I just watched the trailer for The Incredible Hulk. I, I don't even know what to think, guys. I really, um, I, I... Usually they leave me with some feeling other than confusion... Like, give me some sort of idea of whether I might like this movie or not. And I can't decide if this is some drama about a guy who's dying or an action movie. So I'm not real sure. <laughs> and I, you, I'm sitting here like a deer in the headlights almost. I mean, Chris is just looking at me because I, I, I'm, I'm seriously, I don't even know what to think. Mm-hmm. And and I'm an opinionated person. If you've been listening at all, um, and I I I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I I can say knowing knowing the movie, I really hate this trailer. <laughs> it, it does a good job, really, of kind of giving you the the beats of what to expect in the movie. But this trailer is is not a good trailer. Well, I mean. It's almost like he's dying of AIDS or something in the beginning. It seems all depressing and 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 then the next thing you know, there's two giant dudes jumping at each other in the middle of a street with scared people all around. Well, well then, okay. Do and you know anything about the Hulk? Only sort of. No, not especially. I mean, well, what do I you know? Nothing. I remember, I remember there being a television show yeah. of the Hulk when I was a kid, and I can almost Lou, what's his face, Lou Ferrigno was, and and um, Bill Bixby. I will tell you right now when I was, I don't know, I was little, three, mm-hmm. four, and I'm old now. Oh, but I told my my mom asked me something. I will remember this forever. If I was scared of something one day, and I told her I was only scared of bears and hucks. And hucks was hulks. Because we watched the show, but my only experience, really, with the Hulk is then, mm-hmm. and I have no idea. So, no. I just know it's Big Green Guy. Okay. Well, I mean, if you saw the show, then you really kind of know the Hulk story. And this is just kind of a retelling of that sort of. Except I was a really I mean, small child, yeah. so I have no idea. It, now, it'll but... feel familiar, is what I'm saying. I guess when you start watching it, if you if you watch the show even younger, because there are times I've watched things and then I go and watch a reboot of it or I rewatch it later. I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah, remember. I remember seeing this. Yeah. So I think so I think you'll have I'm some of that, but little... but that trailer. It's 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 I, weird. I... You know, it would not inspire me to watch the movie. Right. I... Not being a Marvel <laughs> fanatic or even really have any idea, um, I would not. I may own this movie because I think my older son um, had it. <laughs> I almost think it's upstairs on a DVD rack somewhere, <laughs> but I've never watched it. <laughs> Well, it'll be. I'm. I'm very much looking forward to your reaction to the movie itself. I don't. I think it gets kind of a worse rap than it deserves. It's not top tier by any means, but it's not a bad movie. I don't think, especially, especially when you compare it to the movie that came out right before it, which was Iron Man. Ugh. So again, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna come out kind of met on it because it's. It's. It's not a bad movie, but it's really more of a good movie for, I think, people who already come into it understanding some things. Because it's easier to 
buy into those things when you already get the background. Well, um, stay tuned, people, and we'll see if Chris's prediction comes true here momentarily. Yes, and Beth will introduce herself again, I'm sure. Probably, because I like to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Beth. All right. And if we're not careful, I'll say goodbye right now, and I'm not supposed to. (laughs) Well, before we record again, we're going to watch the movie, so we'll see you then. the second time clearly not the first time so we just finished watching the movie and it was better than i remember i i very much enjoyed it beth what did you think yeah it was all right ah would you say meh (laughs) it was meh i mean two for two part of it was good i mean part of it kept me entertained some of it was the beginning was very slow Mm -hmm. a lot of it was very slow and a lot of it i didn't know what the heck was going on. They, they definitely don't. It, it's not your typical origin story. They kind of skip up stuff at the beginning. They give you the images, which is a really cool way of doing it. But then they go back and tell you later what all of it meant, which is neat. Sort of. But it cr- creates some weird gaps if you don't know what you're waiting for. What I What I found interesting is like the pacing, the way they tell the story kind of mirrors the the hulk itself because you've got bruce banner who is this kind of scientist who kind of goes through at a normal human pace but then you've got the hulk who is just amped up everything so you've got long stretches of story time and then also you got action 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 story action 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 and just like it moves a lot like bruce banner and the hulk in between yes which is cool i don't know if they did it on purpose that way but i found it neat I'm sitting there. I, I was sitting there thinking about it. That would be a nerd moment, that, everyone. That is a nerd moment. There, there are many of them. <laughs> there are many of like it, and that one was mine. That one was. Uh, yeah, I don't even got anything to say to that. So, so tell me what you thought about the Hulk in general, like the character Bruce Banner, the Hulk. That. Yeah, you're acting like I didn't just watch the movie and don't know who those people are. I'm making sure because you were looking at me like I'm insane. More than normal. Fair enough. I don't know. You don't really get a gist of the character itself. It's all either, I've got to run and hide, or let me smash everything. Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't know anything about Bruce Banner. I mean, as a person, mm-hmm. you know. Because you don't really, you get to know what happened to him, not him. I, I I would disagree in that you see a lot of his brilliance early on. I mean, you even pointed out that's not the equipment he's normally used to working with, the centrifuge. Yes. Like, he made that, obviously. So, yeah. so he's obviously brilliant. And the choices he makes along the way are never selfish. Like, he's always like, it's not safe to go back. And it's not because of him. He ultimately makes the choice to go back because there's no other choice. He can either run forever, which is just a matter of time before something happens, as he just saw by getting jumped, or almost jumped in the factory, or he can get this cure, because this guy is saying, I've got a cure. Right. So, But I need all the data. He, yeah, he needs the data. So he's like, okay, well, I, I gotta go back. So he he's making choices really not for himself. He's brilliant because he's doing all this stuff on the run he's found ways to manage this weird condition and he is the one who basically pioneered the condition he's in so obviously even though it's not the outcome he wanted he made an amazing breakthrough so like you get a lot of pieces of who he is just from the way he's reacting to the bits we're seeing but you you don't know no i agree but He's what you would expect from a standard hero. Think yes. about Captain America. Yep. Selfless. He clear. I mean, you get the idea that whoever that creepy guy is in here. Blonsky? Is that Ross? the one that, the one that, Blonsky, the one that took the drugs. Yes, Blonsky. You get the impression from the way it's portrayed that he basically got the same 
treatment that Captain America did to get his specialness. Mm. Um, and it, he was still a jackass. Right. Well, and that, that actually fits with what we know about the thing. Right. Because it enhances what you already have. Right. And, and we also know that replicating that serum was something they never thought they'd be able to do from Captain America. So it has to be some kind of knockoff version. They also just injected it and didn't do any of that other stuff with it. Right. So there's there's pieces missing. It's done differently. They injected it, it into his spine. Spine yeah! and deep tissue. And, and oof. yeah, I'm just, I the sounds. Oh, I, I commented to Beth during the movie. It's the sounds of the transformations and all that stuff that really sell the gruesomeness of it. Oh, made me clench up and wiggle around and blah. It is, it is nasty. But I really like the contrast between Banner and the Hulk and Blonsky and Abomination. Because that's his supervillain name, Abomination. Well, the guy said "Yeah, that other doctor somebody. Stern. Yeah, that was his name. Yeah. And it's really cool. And I didn't know this because I, I didn't know a lot about the world around the Hulk prior to the movie. But Stern actually is a character from the comics who's also a supervillain known as the leader. And he's a lot like... Uh, well, something weird happened with him. Yeah, he, I caught that. He In the, in the comics, he actually uh, is exposed to a similar thing to the Hulk. He's trying, he likes what he sees, just like here. And he tries to replicate it. Only instead of getting like the Hulk does, he gets bigger cranium and a massively improved brain. So like what you're seeing was that beginning yeah. of that. And I, I really, knowing, having looked up some of that before this movie, because I don't watch the movies, but I'll sometimes dig into some of the extra stuff to have a little more knowledge of it. But uh, knowing kind of how he was, he was a good scientist, but not special, really. As we kind of see, he takes other stuff and he's good at manipulating it. Right. But he's working with second-rate equipment. He's more curious than cautious. So he does things he's not supposed to. Which is why he's not in a high-rate place. He's working right. at a university, just kind of doing his thing, and and they really encapsulated that bit of the character, and and I never realized how well they did it. So like, it's really cool that the more you're familiar with what's going on, the more you can appreciate stuff that's not even really important, but it's cool. Is it now? I mean, it is. You don't think it's cool that they managed to fit all that in here? And I didn't even know it until I looked it up, and now I can see it more. And I'm telling you about it, and you can, like, agree that it's there, right? You can agree that it's there. Yeah. I can agree that you were a loon to look it up. <laughs> well, I part of my process for prepping for these, I don't watch the movies. But didn't you just say that? Yes, but You're I... You're gonna tell them again? There's more. Oh. I don't watch the movies. There, that's the third time. Hey, hey everybody. He doesn't watch the movies before. Yes. In preparation for watching them with me, he does not watch them again. And but ready to he Googles a lot of things. I, I don't watch the movies again. He doesn't watch them. I don't. I don't watch the movies before we record. I watch, well. Yes, he does too, because we just watched it <laughs> and now we're recording. <laughs> I don't watch them before we watch them for the recording. Anyway. My point Go back was, to geeking. What, what I tend to do is I find there's a, a YouTube channel called Cinema Wins, where the guy will watch it and he'll kind of digress or dissect. Digress. We're digressing here. This is all on topic. Thank you very much. Digression. Oh, it's a digression. Anyway, Cinema Wins is a great YouTube channel. It, it, they, they talk about all the different pieces of the movie. And I catch things that I didn't see before, or they see things from a different perspective. Because I'm pretty sure that dude worked in videography or something beforehand. So has different experiences than I do. And so it's cool to see it from that side. I'm like, I, I knew this was neat. And he can enumerate why. So then he throws out things enumerate. like this. Look, we're using big words. I don't get to talk today, everyone. So he, he throws out things like the leader. And I'm like okay, let me look that up. And so I get information. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So so then he's going to expound on it to you. Yes. And to you, Beth. I'm not really listening. <laughs> I did find it interesting that Lou Ferrigno 
Yes. Had a little cameo mm-hmm. and ate some pizza. Yep. And that I recognized him and knew who it was. I, I I was really trying not to just be like side eye constantly when he popped up because I was like, is she gonna notice? She pointed him out last time. She she was the one who said Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk in the TV show. Oh, something else I noticed today. I want everybody to be aware of this. Chris wears the same shirt every single time we watch one of these movies and do this podcast. Every time. So far, and and it took her this long to notice, so... Uh, see, I don't pay attention. Who's the real weirdo? You, for wearing the same damn shirt. No. If you have it on tomorrow it. again, we'll know. I'm gonna wash it. I actually have plans to watch it. I haven't watched it before now. That's the weird part. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on, hop in the uh, car. That would explain the smell. There is no smell. I check it every time. And I spray it with fabric. The sniff right. test and the Febreze. There you go. Yep. I wear it literally. I hop, put it on, hop in the car, come here. We watch the movie, record, go home, take it off. And I hang it up until the next recording session. And I've done that for every one of them so far. But now I'm going to have to wash it because we're doing these back to back. And it's going to be, it's, it's kind of muggy and ooey today. It is muggy and ooey today. Yeah. What else was interesting? What else do you want to talk about? Um. Oh, oh. The Blonsky stuff, it, it's really cool to me that the first time he fights the Hulk after he's been injected, yeah, he is incredible. Yes. He, he's fast, he's quick, he's doing. He, he's very focused and very militaristic about it all. Yes, more Captain America, except not nice. Right, right. He's, he, he's, you're seeing those hints of arrogance and that he wants a challenge. But he's still in control. Yes, and good. Oh, very good. It's it's probably my favorite fight, even up till now. Well, and you know what? It's probably was the best one in the movie because oh, it definitely. was less cheesy than some of them. That last one. <laughs> the last one was, was exactly what you would expect going into this movie, knowing who the protagonist and antagonist are. It was, uh, yeah. It was exactly what you expect. It's it's older technology, so it doesn't quite hold up as well. So it looks uncanny valley. But I I, de- I definitely would agree it's the best fight because it's just him kind of at the peak physical limit of a human and using his mind. And you see the, the difference. Between... Yeah, he still has a mind at that point because yes. I think it slowly deteriorates he and definitely... gets a little wacko. Oh, yeah. He, he gets... He f- delves into, like, just, I want to fight territory. And he loses. Oh, well, and he wants to be the master of the universe, different movie. But, um... <laughs> Pretty sure they know that. <laughs> just, just in case you didn't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He, uh... The way he healed oh, after yeah. being um, pulverized, I think is a good word for it. I'm pretty sure they said his every bone in his body was no bigger than gravel. And, uh, mm. but his heart was beating better than a racehorse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was, it was really cool. And then they give him more and he goes, he just loses it. That's, yeah. But it was, it was very cool to me. And I'm like, that's, that's a good contrast between, because the Hulk is just, unbridled rage and power and he's showing like that you need more than that and you'll see that contrast more as we go that power isn't all you need it can do great especially when people aren't expecting it but you gotta have more than that when you start stepping up to the big leagues which is why the abomination loses he gets all up in his own head yeah oh he's creepy <laughs> he is he's very he creepy. looks like a cross between an iguana and some other stuff that's none of it's pretty, but the his spine, iguana spine. I like that look. I, I don't know how his look changed through the comics, but I know the picture that usually comes up when I look up Abomination is like real green and kind of looks amphibian. Amphibious. 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 And it has these like weird, long, big ears. Like, yeah. Weird looking. Um, I, I like this a lot better. It really sells that monster vibe. And they really they really set up the way Blonsky would have initially react 
and interact with the Hulk from his first time chasing Banner. Like, each time, everyone kind of moves in a very uh, regimented way. There are certain ways you're supposed to act. He's immediately like, okay, he's here, he's going that way, I'm going to go this way. He immediately breaks off. And he's very thinking, he's seeing pl- things, he's planning. He finds the backpack that was literally seen for yeah. a few seconds. It's it's really cool the way they... He, he is amazing, but this serum is screwing with him. Hey, Samuel L. Jackson wasn't in this movie. Nope. What the heck? This one came right after Iron Man, initially. So it was Iron Man, and then it was uh, Hulk. Oh. They, they were like two months apart. I think, or maybe even one. It might have been oh, made. They were made together. That explains a lot. <laughs> but I feel like this was better than Iron Man. Probably. I mean, I think that's a very unpopular opinion among MCU nerds. But I'm, I'm honestly, if I had if I had to watch one of them again and I really don't want to to be <laughs> to tell God's honest truth, I'd rather watch this than Iron Man. <laughs> and and for me, it's the first one where I've no- noticed the the music really emphasizes the the movie itself whereas you know in your iron man's and um captain america and marvel were just kind of it, it was there but it was just kind of i didn't, didn't even notice for me iron man's were more taking pop, pop songs and yeah. that stuff this is the first one where it was a theme that developed and changed for the situation and they even i don't i don't know if you noticed or not i didn't i didn't notice you, you don't don't say that yet you might have because it was the the TV show theme, the bum ba dum bum, after his first transformation. Once again, I didn't notice. Okay, I I was giving you credit because you said you noticed Luke Rigno. Yeah, and he didn't look. I was so young when that show was on TV. Yeah, I I mean I remember it, but I don't remember it. Well, it, it's it's a very it, I mean it's a very popular sad theme. And it's it's something that I've always recognized as Hulk since the mm. first time I saw that. So it was cool to have them work it in and then kind of have it evolve into other stuff. But I, I just I really liked the way the music built tension at certain points, the bum 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 and just kinda of really drove you forward into some of that stuff. Yeah, I didn't notice. And then it cuts out for that first Hulk moment where all you have is and the crunching and the banging and the screaming. Oh, it's 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 really cool. That was a nerdgasm, by the yes, way. Yes, his eyes are all lit up. It's a little bit ridiculous, and I'm just sitting here staring at him like I don't even know what to say, people. It's also really cool to me the way they reveal the Hulk. Like the first time, you don't really see him. No, you don't see anything. There's flashes all over the place. There's cameras going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. See, I really like that. But that also comes from a place where I already know the Hulk. Yeah, there's just, there was uh, it's, so much going on. It leaves that kind of feeling of, what's going on? Oh my gosh, this is a monster. Because that's that's like the Jaws effect, where the, the less you see it, the more... Yeah, music. Do you remember things? <laughs> but it, like, it really does sell to that that more scary, this this Hulk is, is scary if you corridor him. And you even pointed out, what does he say? Leave me alone. Yeah. And and so they're kind of hinting that, you know, there's still a mind in there. Which is, it's just... And weird. it seems to be, at the end, he's learning to control it. Yes, it does seem that way. It seems like he is uh, sitting there practicing control as opposed to practicing keeping it away. Mm-hmm. Which, which, I mean, comes right after. He was like, I don't want to control it. I want it gone. And, right, and it's it's interesting. But then he needed it back. Yes, to save the world. So there, there's a book I read uh, where you read. I, oh, I read a lot. It was a joke. <laughs> but it, it was it's it was neat because this this character gets different stages of abilities based on what mood they're in. So if they're scared, they get really fast and they dart around. They get mad. They get really strong and radiate heat. All these neat little things, very similar to Hulk stuff. But there's a point in the story where she's flying up in the air and she's like, don't worry, uh, I'll get scared and I'll be fine because I'll, I'll be able to move around real quick and get away. 
So she's falling with this assurance, and then she's like, oh no, I'm not getting scared. Ah! And then it kicks on, and then she's, and then all of a sudden that calms her, so that kicks off. And so it reminds me a lot of this moment where he's like, don't worry, I'm going to be fine. So he's falling, and he's falling with that assurance it's going to happen, which means he's calm. So exactly. it doesn't kick on. So it took him actually making the impact before he, his thing skyrocketed. I'm like, if there was any more delay, probably would have died. Completely. Because I don't know how well his regeneration would take complete and utter, like, liquefaction. 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 And you did point out uh, the people in the helicopter mm-hmm. hovering. Presumably above the tall buildings, could see one hand coming out of the yeah. street. I mean, we looked down, and I can barely see the spot he hit because I, I I watched for it, and they're like, as soon as his arm comes up, Thunderbolt Ross is like, "Where's?" I'm like, "He's a dick. He can't see that. I call bullcrap. He cannot see the arm popping out of there." It's in the script. He can too. <laughs> Which brings us to our nerd physics moment. <laughs> dun dun dun! <laughs> I I told I told Beth before we started. I'm like, hey, I think I figured out the bits for this podcast, and I was laying them out, and I was like, nerd physics is one I've actually done without realizing it. And she just rolled her eyes, you know, probably like she's doing right now. Yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> that was out loud. Yeah, that was that was pretty loud. I, I heard it without even looking. But anyway, our nerd physics moment is when, like, he is shown to physically change size and get massive compared to what he is. So he falls into a hole that his body makes, but he comes out a fully realized Hulk. He's not still growing. And that, to me, is ridiculous, given the rules they've established. Like, he forms, he physically gets bigger. He didn't physically get bigger in a hole that's hit normal size because that's not how earth works well why couldn't you have pushed it out underground how do you know that's not how it would just compress there's no no there's no without his full well, power maybe, he's not going to be able to do that maybe maybe like Indianapolis there's tunnels maybe but I don't think there were. He fell into the subway tunnel. There you go. Otherwise, it would have collapsed more around the area. So I just, I found it silly. Like, he should have, maybe, it would have been interesting if maybe, like, he oozed out and oozed. formed into the Hulk. I, I'm pretty sure the Hulk does not ooze. <laughs> It'd be interesting, though. He kind of, like, yes. and then he's the Hulk. Kind of like the, the effects from <laughs> the old Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie when Ivan Ooze oozes up and <laughs> Not watching those movies. There are like two nerds listening to this right now that love that reference and are or I'm sorry. and are writing into me right now to be like, oh, it's nothing like that. Oh, never do that. I'm Either writing way, into you right now. You're welcome. <laughs> I also I never noticed this before, but Liz is dating a psychologist, right? And Banner has basically a really bad multiple personality disorder. <laughs> Which is kind of funny to me. Maybe not to anyone else. <laughs> I was amused by the psychologist saying to her dad that uh, now he understood why she didn't talk about him. <laughs> that guy. I mean, poor guy. He seemed like a great guy. And Liz just ditched him. It's because her one true love is Banner. Yeah, but he was gone for at least half a year. Probably way more, because that's just 150-some days since the last incident. We know there were several leading to him escaping at the beginning. But still, you know. It's also... I, I Did you think at all about his uh, travel from Brazil to Mexico? I'm just curious if you ever... Well, yeah, how the hell did he get there? Well, I mean, it was... I, I've... Clearly, he didn't remember it. Yeah, he didn't know where he was, so he, didn't he, know... he did the travel all as the Hulk. Yeah, I bet he covers a lot more ground a lot quicker that way. He does, and actually, online, someone did the math. Well, he was in Guatemala. He, 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 he covered two, 2,400 miles, and essentially, 
from from early evening to mid morning. He's fast, depending how long he was out. So he did that in a day. Then they're saying the math was like it would take him if he covers about half a mile in each jump, and each jump is. I think they said like seven oh to ten my seconds. Gosh, somebody did all yeah. that. Oh no, no, I said someone did all the math. It would take him thirteen point three hours to make the jumps necessary to go there. So the time frame that they show in the movie is entirely possible. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> but funny enough, going from Brazil to Mexico is twenty four hundred miles. He did it in half a day as the Hulk. Going from Mexico to uh, Virginia was 2,000 miles, 2090. And he did it in 17 days or 16 days. Well, he had to climb the wall. He also was, you know, bound by physics a little more. He was uh, begging and trying to get here and there, taking rides, all that little stuff. So it was finding pants, stretchy pants. Yeah. Moss stretchy. <laughs> It's just funny that he holds Hold up, up to, her to that woman's butt. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> it's just it's so subtle, but it's great because he's th- he's always thinking of that kind of stuff. Like something might happen, and I don't want to have my big Hulk Wang bopping out. How do you know the Hulk Wang is big? It doesn't have to be. I mean, even Maybe if it shrinks, even if it's small for his size, but it's going to be huge. I guess. I guess the Hulk could have micro peen. But even still, that's probably normal size for most dudes. <laughs> even now, why? Oh, and what's sad is this isn't even like as deep as it goes for so many other people. Ah, that's a good joke. It's, it's not it even a good joke. It was awful. It's awful. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. No, he he. It's interesting as we kind of go through the Hulk or Banner, not the Hulk. Banner really treats the Hulk as another person. Like he doesn't want to try and control him, is what he says. Yeah, and it's it's this thing that comes out of him. He, his verbiage is very much it's an other person. Yeah, not part, not part of me. And and that is something that they they explore a lot. And and we see we don't know if maybe there are two people sharing a body. Because he gets flashes of the time there, but he doesn't know it, and he can't really fully control it. So it's it's interesting. They they explore it a lot in the comics, and they, you're going to see some of it throughout this. Like we get to the end of all this, there there's a he kind of gets a good payoff, which is fun. But it's interesting to think about. It. Is it just? Is it actually another personality? Is it him? And he's just losing control to power or I mean all these little things kind of bumping around. Yeah, that's interesting to think about everybody. It's super interesting to me. And I, th- I think it's super interesting to a lot of people. Otherwise, it probably would have disappeared a long time ago. So there. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to be having dead air or if Chris just can't read his writing. He's trying to read the notebook he made notes on. And I don't know if I'm supposed to be being quiet or making fun of him. Either way works. He'll just cut it out. Whatever. I can, I can cut out dead air, yeah. So if you have something to say, you're definitely always allowed to talk. No, you tell me. He told me he recorded dead air when I wasn't in the room. Because, in other words, I fill it up. Because I do that. She only fills it up when I'm not wanting her to. Like, when I want to record See, dead air. See, he could tol- said, I could talk whenever I want, but then said, she only talks when I don't want her to. No, no, when, when I say, <laughs> I'm going to, when I say, I'm going to start it and catch dead air so I can pull that ambient sound out later, she starts talking. But when I say, talk whenever you want, she's like, He's making a face that I would not make. I just want everybody to know oh. I would not make that face. I would you, roll my eyes while doing that. Face. Oh, whatever. I have seen it. Do you have something in your little notebook we should talk about? <laughs> I, I found it. Kind he of found something else interesting, everyone. Tableau. After, after he saves Liz and they disappear to the cave, when they wake up, it kind of had a Tarzan and Jane vibe. Yes. It definitely did. Because the way she set up that, that brown blanket kind of draped over her shoulder and he was 
shirtless still. I was like, ah, that's a weird little thing they were going for there. But it works because wild savage, cultured woman. And you know what? That the psychologist whose name I have no idea what it is. I don't even know. He uh, told Ross that Mm -hmm. uh, he had saved Liz. Liz and um, Betty. Called her Betty. Oh, yeah. Betty. Elizabeth, Betty, Betty Ross. Um, but it was like he didn't even get it that he had protected her daughter, his daughter, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that the Hulk had protected Betty. Yep. It was like Ross didn't even, didn't yep. even care. He was still after his one thing. Yep. Single-mindedly rolled, would roll over his own daughter. To get it, it. It was one of those things where, like, he says that, but at the same time, the moment he realized she had run out there, he was trying to call the gunship off, which he's yelling at it. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna hear you, buddy. Really? <laughs> you have a radio. <laughs> Beep. Stop firing. They stop immediately. No, I'm going to yell at them. Of course, they're not going to hear me. And <laughs> I loved your reaction when the Hulk knocked it out of the air. You're like, you know what? Up till there. I was with it, but then it rolls over them and explodes, and there's fire all around. Well, and it, <laughs> when it was sliding across the field towards him, mm-hmm. it was the fakest looking thing I ever saw. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even. It was not done well. See, I thought I thought you were saying you were with it until then because the fire, and that's what's always bothered me, is like it explodes and there's fire everywhere. Yet somehow the Hulk giving her a hug protects her. Well, in my head, he was coiled around her to cover all sides of her. And, you know, so I was even, yeah, no, it was the way the helicopter was sliding across the ground and looked so perfect and it was ridiculous. (laughs) But that helicopter explodes when it slides across them. The other one comes down with all the people in it towards the end of the movie and it just stays whole all good and fine and for 10 minutes before something sparks it off and then he blows it out it was it was super silly and it was that was just over (laughs) overboard for me and it also it had like three other people in that helicopter but only two survivors are the two people we care about surprise surprise (laughs) Oh no! Are, are, are Liz and Ross okay? Oh, of course they are. <laughs> they don't even appear to be too banged around to walk after tumbling down with a helicopter. It's all fine. Yeah. We're good. Oh, I just have this little cut by my eye. It's fine. Yeah. I don't have any more bruises. Uh, we, we can wash it off in makeup. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't even have any bruises. No, I'm good. I can walk. It's fine. It was a it was a fun thing in when it first came out for all of us nerds, when Hulk did Hulk smash, when he said it. Because up till then, like, in live-action productions, he hadn't spoken. And now you see it in memes, and it means something totally different. Ha! Yes, we will not... Hulk is not smashing like that. He is using his fists and banging on the ground. Stop it. Just I saying. your brain spinning. <laughs> Just saying. It was, it was super cool moment when he spoke because in the comics he does speak and he has that kind of more like cavemanish uh vibe yeah there's another word that's tickling my brain it won't come out mm-hmm. I don't know scratch it out um I think oh oh it was also cool for me maybe you didn't probably wasn't for me then yeah probably not but uh like, the Hulk does things in bursts. So, like, he gets angry and he throws something at a car. And then he's, like, he seems, like, almost wiped out. So then something else happens and he almost kind of, like, has to work himself back up into yes. a rage. Almost like he's got to keep it going. And I just, I found that little detail neat. Because it would be easy for him to just be like, Aah! And then and when everything's done, then he comes down. But no, he's kind of always up and down. Up yes. And down, which is cool. To me. Because even when he's fighting the abomination, like he, he's like, 
you could almost see like the oh I thought I was done look on his yes. face and he's like, rah, rah, and he barrels into it and he also starts like getting smarter about his fighting the more he fights abomination like he instead of rushing right at abomination he tears that police card too yeah which i thought like, was a cool part uses them like boxing gloves it looks silly but it's also kind of like yeah i've got two big monsters well, fighting it's like he's involved through the movie yeah and then to the end where you could you presume from the way it ends that he is trying to learn to control mm-hmm. the whole thing. And so uh, that was interesting because you do watch the Hulk mm-hmm. evolve. Yeah. The Hulk has a, a character arc, so to speak, even though it's Banner. And Banner, I mean, even then, we, we talked about it earlier, but even then he, he still treats it like another person. He says, maybe I can point him in the right direction. And and that's really kind of what we're seeing more of. Like they're not really acting like they're the same person, just in different stages. It's really more like, hey Hulk, go that way, or hey, that's the thing that's pissing you off. Because really, that's whatever instigates his change is really what drives him in that. So if he can force the thing in his mind to to be what causes him to change, then that's how he can point it. But there is some element of bleed over, at least. It was interesting, too, that Betty always got through to him. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, it was always a thing. Like Every time he looked at her, there was recognition or there was, you know, more anger because something was happening around her. Because somebody was trying to hurt her is mm-hmm. always what he wanted to protect her. It mm-hmm. seemed like that was ingrained, that he wanted to protect her. The, the Cinema Wins video made a, a very... I never, I guess I never fully understood what I was seeing. I, I got what they were going for, but in the cave, like thunder booms and he freaks out and like yes, tries I wondered to if he it. got hit by lightning. That's what I was trying to figure out is what happened. But the thunder, what they say in the video is it's almost like PTSD. Like it sounds a lot like a booming cannon. So yes. he's like, no, get away. And that's, and like, yeah. when I when I was told that, all of a sudden it makes more sense because he's like, stay back. Yes. He's doing the Yeah, I didn't. I never connected that. I never, and I, I didn't get it either. You know I mean, goofy I am about this kind of stuff. I watched it for those meanings and I was like, that's really cool. It's a subtle thing. And he's yeah. picking up more of that stuff. And, and I guess my last nerd thing I will nerd out about for this in, in superhero movies or in good guy versus bad guy movies, you always have that moment where. They're getting beat down, getting, and all of a sudden, for some reason, they just get better, and they can win all of a sudden now. And, and in Hulk, we actually have a built-in reason for that, because the Hulk's whole shtick is that the angrier he gets, the stronger he yes. gets. Yes. So, like, that's why he always has to work himself back up to it, but as he's getting, as the Abomination is kind of digging into him and saying, yeah. now you're going to watch her die, you... There actually is a visible, his eyes visibly flash brighter for a second. And then he reaches over and just pulls the guy's arm off. I'm like, yeah. okay, so we have a real payoff to why that works. Absolutely. Rather than just, oh, I could beat you the whole time. I just didn't for some reason. Now well, I'm going to beat they, you. I mean, they established that he wants to protect her. Yep. <laughs> that was. It's, it's always interesting that these bad guys go for that stuff all the time. It's always like... Now you're gonna have to suffer. Well, well, that always that always always drives them to do more to win. What, you realize it's a movie. I know, but like the Marvel universe is a thing where it continuously grows and gets better, and continuously changes, and things build on each other. But that's one of those typical villain tropes that doesn't ever seem to go away. Nope. I'm gonna take away the thing you love, and oh crap! Now you're fighting. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, you know what? That's because that's human nature. Maybe. It's very deep. I mean, but truthfully, think about it. You know, you are you hate somebody enough. And, and I guess it plays into the whole... And if you really want to hurt somebody, you take it, away the thing they love. It plays very much into the, the panic mother trope where they get crazy strength and flip a car off their child. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. I'm... Look, I'm smart for a moment. I say you're always smart. You just play it down. Probably. Plus, we're we're in my wheelhouse. 
Yeah. I'm going to do it a little better. (laughs) And I'm going to make fun of you about it. Yep. (laughs) And I asked for it. Yeah, this was your idea. How much do I hate myself? This is what I came up with. (laughs) At least I'm cute. Yep. Very important for a podcast. Yep. (laughs) Well, that's why you subject yourself to it. (laughs) All right. So our last bits here. Your your most iconic superhero moment of the movie. Probably what you just said, where he said, now you're going to watch her die. And, and, you know, that really, that moment where he got more strength and saved the day, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and your most super moment of the movie. Super. Wait, I missed a word, didn't I? Most super normal moment of the movie. What? She was super moment. (laughs) Most super normal moment of the movie. Most normal. Well, normal. Where he protected that girl in the factory. Okay. And, you know, got her away. I mean, just a nice guy Mm -hmm. keeping... You know, as a woman, it looked like, you know, he was going to uh, assault her in oh, some yeah. manner, for sure. Definitely. And uh, Banner couldn't let that happen, mm-hmm. clearly, because he looked, started to walk away, and, and couldn't. He tried to. He wanted to. He's like, yeah, things escalate. Yeah. Mad. Yes. But he was like, if I just delay long enough, maybe something will happen. I'm, I'm going to throw in my two, because I was thinking about this, and I'm and because this is a dual identity thing. I thought it'd be fun. My superhero moment is actually I'm going to give to uh, Banner himself because he he's basically got a Hulk under control. They're flying away. Yeah, he's, he's probably going to be locked up forever, but he's got his himself kind of stabilized. And he sees that the Hulk is needed and he's like, I'll, I'll sacrifice it for that. Yeah. So that, that to me really much embodies the superhero. Yeah, absolutely. And then conversely, uh, the super normal moment, I think I I would give it to the Hulk after he'd saved Betty. He he was in the cave, he's got her safe, and he sees another threat. He's like, I just did all this work. No, no, stay back. I've got this. I'm going to... He's ready to fight off anything. And it's just... I thought it was kind of neat dichotomy between the two. I can see that. Cool. Well, I, I, we ended up on a meh, and not, yeah, I, yeah, I not don't. hating it, but not <sighs> loving it. No. I, I personally very much liked it, thought it held up really well, especially in light of the other movies we've seen so far. I, I was very surprised. I was expecting to hate certain bits of it, and I really kind of liked the whole thing. But he's a nerd. But yes, I came into it with different knowledges and different expectations. It was... Very good in my opinion. I, I, after watching the trailer, had no expectations because <laughs> it really doesn't, uh, it, yeah, I don't think it was well done to even give you a feel for what you're going to watch in the movie. It might have been good for people that know the Marvel world, read the yeah. comics, whatever, but uh, I certainly did not come into this movie with a positive hey this movie's gonna be like this feeling i came in with a i don't know what the hell i'm about to watch feeling well and it's interesting because this is actually the second hulk movie in this vein that they made the first one for the mcu but they actually made one before that did a lot of the same beats explored the the creation of the hulk and all that but they didn't in this movie they didn't feel the need to retread that ground they kind of said, okay, you've got this. Here's the videos. Here's the, the images at the beginning that this is what happened. It did still happen this way. But here's what we're going to do now. Um, I thought it was neat that they, they chose to let that knowledge be there. And I think that's what they did with the trailers, too. Like, you've seen the Hulk. You kind of know what to expect. Here's some beats that should get you excited for what's going on, since you already know what's going on. Yeah. But if you don't have that... Right. The trailer leaves a lot to be desired. I think the trailers get better in general as we go, but it's hard to know because I have knowledge that other people didn't. Like, 
and, and maybe it shows like when we watch the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy because I didn't know anything going into that, and I actually was going to avoid it for a while. And people kept telling me it was great, and I went and watched it, and I was like, okay. This that is good. one I'm pretty sure I've seen bits and pieces of, but never the whole thing. Probably. It, it was on a lot. It was one of those breakaway ones that did way better than people were expecting. Yeah, I think you'll find it, you know, just on random cable channels now and again. Oh, and yeah. That kind of thing. So I think I've seen bits and pieces, but that would be it. All right, well, we're just kind of rambling, so I guess we'll we'll sign off. Anything else for you? I got nothing. Nothing. Awesome. Well, that was a, that's a wrap on that movie. We're going to be next back with the, with Thor. Um, it's my least favorite Marvel movie. I can put that out there right now. I'm interested how you're going to react to it. So we're going to... Oh, well, I can't wait for your prediction. Oh, that's right. Thank you. I, I almost forgot. Ah, it was my idea, and I almost forgot. Shucker. I think, let's see, I think you're going to, I think you're going to like it more than the Hulk and the first Iron Man. I, I, can, I think that I'll say be that hard. pretty confidently, because you didn't like those really, I mean, you were mad on the Hulk and you hated the first Iron Man. Yes, I did. I feel like you're going to like Thor. He's pretty. He's, it, it's consistent with the action and kind of things happening. I think you're going to like it. Maybe not be like, oh, that was good. But maybe like, I liked it. I think that's what you're going to do. All right. It'll be interesting to see when we watch that one then. (laughs) But until then, we'll we'll see you next time. I'm Beth. And I am hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know Network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.